Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Leader Like You podcast to inspire and help you get more of what you want more of the time with less hassle, less resistance, and more buy-in in all areas of your life. My name is Robert Kahn, coach, trainer, and consultant, also the creator of the Leader Like You method. I'm sitting down to bring you my thoughts and ideas and the lessons learned along the way and how to make a positive impact wherever you go. There's a term called hot buttons. These are the small things in life, or even the larger ones for us, that make us angry and trigger our emotions. And it's funny how these seemingly small behaviors tend to be the ignition of conflicts. Now, just last week, I was guilty as charged by my wife, who was standing in front of me upstairs in our little office, pointing downstairs to the kitchen, hands on hips, saying, you just started to undo the dishwasher, left several cabinets open, and didn't finish emptying the dishwasher. Oops, true. I somehow got distracted and midstream came upstairs to check on something and gotcha, it was her hot button. And she said, and it's true, I'm notoriously bad at finishing some processes before starting a new one. I guess you could say I'm a multiprocessor. So these hot buttons, okay, we all have them. And it's really good to know our own hot buttons and know other people's hot buttons. And the reason that's important is to find ways to mitigate their potential destructive behavior. And the reason they're so potentially bad is hot buttons act as fuel that inflames conflicts. It's the drop of water that can burst the dam, the emotional dam, or ignite the volcano in us or in others. So hot buttons, they're not just limited to home. We have them at work, we have them at the store, we have them when checking in for an airplane, we have them at the wheel of our car. For example, an overly detail-oriented boss, a colleague who brushes off deadlines, peers who leave work unfinished. Do any of these things make you angry? Oh no! Or somebody steps into your space. What? Uh, if that happens, they're pushing your hot buttons. The great thing is, Everybody has different hot buttons and what's your hot button is nothing for me and what's my hot button is maybe nothing for you. And the important element in terms of stop, look, listen is to know and understand your own hot buttons and maybe understand those of other people because this can keep you balanced and self-aware. A couple weeks ago, I ran an online class talking about emotional intelligence. And one of the very first modules we had was around hot buttons. In one of the group sessions, I asked them to go off in breakout rooms and state their hot buttons and find out what took you from the green zone of calmness to the yellow zone to the slightly agitated mode into the red furious zone. Hey. I then asked people to go home and talk to their friends and family and colleagues <laughs> at work and elsewhere, and find out other people's hot buttons. And then commit to an action that would help them move from red furious down to yellow agitated, back to green, positive zone. 
And after the breakout session, people came back and said they were all going to go home and ask their friends and family. And we had a session a week later. And of the seven people on my session, all seven practically reported back the same thing. First of all, they said, I went home. I asked my wife and kids and sons or daughter, whatever, their hot buttons. They immediately could enumerate their own hot buttons. And everybody in the group reported back that they had robust and helpful discussions. And everybody talked to each other because it was an intact team. So they were colleagues. And they all benefited by going, oh, okay. Well, wow, okay. So when I do that, that pushes your hot buttons. Okay, I didn't know. Going way back, my 20-year-old daughter, when she was five, I explained her the concept of hot buttons. And she said, that's really interesting. And a couple of days later, my colleague Amy was over at dinner and my daughter turned to her and said, hey, Amy, what are your hot buttons? Amy looked at me across the kitchen, shrugged her shoulders, and I said, go ahead. And they had a conversation around my daughter's hot buttons and Amy's hot buttons, and I think I got involved. So it's, it's really interesting how young people can get this. You don't have to be old to do it. Now, we can't control other people. We may never approve of other people's behaviors. Though, if you're ready with hot button awareness, at least means you can prepare. And at a deeper level, hot buttons are linked to needs and feelings and unmet requests or unmade requests. And when the action of another person upsets us, it's often because our needs aren't being met and we have an emotional reaction in our body because the needs are not being met. And we have expectations about how other people should behave. And when we have these expectations about how other people should behave and they don't, something's trespassed for us. And hot buttons tend to push our amygdala, which can go into that ever so dangerous amygdala hijack of fight, flight, freeze. And fight is not a great place to be sometimes. It's the survival mechanism in our bodies, and which means our brains, the prehistoric part of our brain, is taught to constantly scan the horizon and the environment for, at the time, real threats, and of course today, imaginary threats. So when our hot buttons are pushed, this fight-flight system is engaged, and if unchecked, could lead to our use of destructive conflictual responses. The amazing simple benefit is to become more aware of our hot buttons, recognize them, and then mitigate their intensity. So think about your hot buttons. And more importantly, think about why is that button hot for you? Now, one thing that helps me is to assume positive intent for others when deciphering why other people behave in a certain way. For example, if you have a colleague who belittles other people, one interpretation could be that she or he is a sociopath. Alternative interpretation too could be maybe the person's insecure and they use that approach to cover up their own shortcomings. And alternative interpretation three, maybe they had a really hard week last week and I don't know, they got some bad news. So finding these alternative interpretation doesn't make this thing go away. 
though it can move you from the red zone down to the yellow zone and the green zone. And if you've established with that person an open uh, relationship, you could inquire. Gosh, I'm really interested in team meetings. You know, what's the reason when Maria talks? Uh, why is it that I hear you say the following? I'm wondering maybe something in the way we work pushes your hot buttons. You might just have a really nice, strident, robust, fun discussion. And at the end of the day, knowing about hot buttons and doing something about them is our ability to have conscious responses instead of unconscious reactions, which is the ability to be successful by design and not by chance. So regulating our emotional responses, we're better able to make conscious choices, to use constructive behaviors when engaging in things that could lead to conflict and negative conflict. And if you wanna handle your reactions better, start being aware of and learning about your own hot buttons and those that interact with you. I would look forward to your questions, comments, discoveries around your hot buttons, and please share them with me. You've reached the end of another episode of the Leader Like You podcast. Connect with us at leaderlikeyou.com. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list to receive the newsletter and our free materials. See you at the next episode.